Welcome to episode 109 of Shades Midweek. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a podcast about theology, culture, and all things Shades. I'm one of the hosts, John Mark DeRoe, and today I am joined by Sir Jonathan Haves. We are absent Brad Brown today. That's right. We were. We, I was out last week. You know, but I had a legitimate excuse. You did? Yeah, I was like working and stuff. Brad's on vacation, which that's not an excuse for not being here for the pocket. Is this work? This isn't work. Right, this is fun. This is we fun. Have, we have a blast. He should be here. No, no, we're actually bra- glad that Brad could get away with his bride. They are on their baby moon, which have we talked about the fact that Jordan's pregnant with their... I don't know if we've mentioned it on we midweek, but... Yeah, well, if not, there it is. It's out there now. Uh, so congratulations, Brad. Uh, we know you'll never listen to this. <laughs> so you'll hear. never know. Uh, he only listens to episodes that he's in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, congratulations. So they're on their baby moon at the beach yep. some down there, or somewhere down there on 38. I'm sure they're getting some nice weather right now. Yeah. So kind of jealous of them. Yeah. But that'll be, that'll be great. I'm glad they're getting that time away. Baby moons are very important. Yes. But listen. Shades midweek stops for no man. We we march on, and so we're here, John Mike, John Mark, and I, and we may or may not have a special guest with us in the studio this week, and so uh, so we're just gonna let's just march on, let's head straight on into the fray. You got a you got an album for us? JM's album of the. right my shameless plug of the shades album continues into this week (laughs) this is making us one off of the first full-length album from shades that just came out over the weekend on friday the album is called wanderings this song is called making us one and we are just excited to have this album finally put out man yeah yeah, I mean, I definitely have never asked over the last couple of years <laughs> when this thing was coming out. <laughs> not Def- one time. Definitely not once. You were very patient. I was. I was just a, a beacon of patience. Yes. Um, no, dude, I'm so excited. I've been I've been streaming it nonstop. Um, been trying to tell everybody about it, get everybody else mm-hmm. to listen. Yep. So I, I've just been so stoked. And I want, you know, this. Uh, people may think this is the end. This is the conclusion of the shameless plugs. Oh, no. I want us to do a Shades Midweek episode where we do a track-by-track breakdown. Yeah, I, I think that'd be fun. We could get Jumball and Jeremy in here and have a lot of ah, fun Who with needs that. them? It would last for maybe four hours. I just want, so. I just want my opinion. I just want my voice heard. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan's perspective on That's the right. album. That's right. No, uh, man, it's great. It, it man, really is. You. It's fantastic. Um, we've played all of these songs here at yep. Shades at different points. Um and so you should recognize them, even though you may not recognize the specific arrangements, because it's right. one of the things that's really great, I think, about the album is y'all went super creative with it. Um, and so while they are worship songs and congregational and able to be sung by congregations, that it, it doesn't feel like you're listening to a recording of Sunday morning. Right. Like it very right. much feels like its own thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And well, a yeah, lot of these songs, fun. too, take a life of their own. And Making Us One, for example, the song that I'm playing right now, it's had many iterations throughout the years. Oh, yeah. Of just different ways that we've played it with full band, acoustically, different chord progressions associated with it. And um, that's just kind of part of the songwriting process that's fun is... When it's your song, well, even when it's not your song, but especially when it is your song, you have so much freedom to just do whatever you want with it, and it can change from week to week. And but this is this is kind of the arrangement that Jeremy and John and I came up with for the record, and um, a lot of a lot of fun people played on this song, and that we've just gotten a lot of great encouragement and support about the record since That's it awesome. came out. This is the one song where I can claim a lyric contribution. That's right. I don't know if you remember this. But uh, y'all were working on the course, and I don't remember what it was. It was something with the phrase, the bond of peace. Mm. Um, 
but it was a choice between like two prepositions. <laughs> and I was like, y'all should definitely go with this one. You should definitely go with it. This is more faithful to the it's biblical text. It's all about, yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's the one amazing. they went with. So, so I will take credit, a writing credit, for that's that amazing. preposition. You will, you will get, you will get one fifth of zero point zero zero one cents per stream. You know, you know, I don't need, I don't need any any compensation. That 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 is my gift, my contribution. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I do want to mention a couple of fun things that's happening uh, now that we put the album out. We do have T-shirts for sale uh-huh. that you can purchase. A few shades of people have purchased them already. So you can go to our website, shadesongs.com, or you can click the link in our Instagram bio, at shadesongs, and you can fill out a form, and then you can choose to pay via Venmo or PayPal. We're going to be getting those T-shirts printed up here pretty soon. We're doing a pre-order at the moment just to kind of fill out how many shirts we need to order. So check that out. We also have coffee mugs. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. I saw those, and you know yeah. me and I know, my I know ridiculous you, relationship with coffee mugs. Yeah, I, I thought of you, actually, when we when we were putting it together. Oh, I was as soon like, as Jonathan's going to buy this As thing. soon as I saw it, I was like, well, there goes 18 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got a few coffee mugs that we're going to have for sale that has the artwork, the album artwork on it. So that's a cool way to help us continue to make music. Um, and so, so please consider... Maybe purchasing something cool. Well, one more thing. Oh, I was going to no, say. Go I was just going to say. Speaking of the artwork, are you going to mention the one other thing? Okay, uh, Mary Grace Wolnski did the artwork, the album artwork for us. Yeah. Which, yeah. yep. Mary Grace. Mary Grace is awesome. We love the Wolnskis, and I love her work. And she actually donated two pieces that we will auction off and those proceeds are basically going towards you know making music for for shades so follow our instagram that's where all this information is the auction will be on thursday from 9 a.m to 5 p.m it's going to be a social media i was about to say on instagram right it's going to be on instagram so the way that'll work is we'll we will post pictures of the artwork there will be a bidding price that it starts at and Whoever sets the first bid, they have to hit that minimum first. If you are outbidding someone, you need to tag that person in your reply in that post. And it will go from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So at 5 p.m. we will close it and whoever, you know, we'll look at the timestamp. Whoever has the highest bid at 5 will win, will will have purchased the uh, the piece and they're beautiful pieces you can see them on uh, our instagram so definitely check that out that's a, that's a fun way to help us keep ma- making music so we were very thankful that mary grace donated those pieces we're also going to be on revocation radio this week which is a christian station here in birmingham on thursday right on thursday morning at 8 a.m uh, let me see. I've got the information here. If you want to listen. I think it's 97.7. 97.7. Yes, thank you. I, I looked it up, actually, when you told me about it. I was yes. like, what station is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Revocation Radio, a friend of mine named John Walden started that radio station. He used to work at WGJC, and he started this station. He's going to have us on for like an hour, and we're going to – I'm hopefully he's going to play some of our music, but we're definitely going to talk about the record and what we're doing. So 8 a.m., 97.7 FM, I believe you can listen on their live stream as well. Okay, all that information. That was a ton of information. It's great. So it's great. Yeah. Well, Brad – what were we going to say, Jonathan? I was just going to say just hit that button and see what happens. Okay, Brad's gone, so let's just see. Yeah, it's still just as annoying. It's still just as bad, huh? Just as over the top. Not from a... Like, you wrote it perfectly. Thank you. Yes, you, you did it perfectly. Just saying it's still just as pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Jonathan's Book Club. Sorry, we'll, uh, we'll get you some new... We need a new jingle for when, when I get to do this. But, um, well, just like JM, I'm going to give a shameless plug for a book that I've written. No, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a book I wish I wrote. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Brad, with all his, his high flutin, uh, you know, academic books he likes to bring in here and all that, which I enjoy and I enjoy reading, but I'm like, the, the, we need some books for the people. 
Some books for Thank the people. Thank you, finally. You know? I mean, the only reason he ever started doing some kids' books is because I, I pushed. It's true. I you pushed. pushed hard. Yeah. Yep. So I'm coming in with some fiction. Coming in hot with okay. some fiction today. Okay. So this is actually my favorite C.S. Lewis book. Uh, a lot of people, obviously, are really familiar with C.S. Lewis, uh, primarily through Chronicles of Narnia. Maybe you ventured out a little bit beyond that and even did the Space Trilogy. Whoa. But this is my favorite, and not many people have read this, and it's it's a shame, J.M., it's a shame. Uh, this book is called Till We Have Faces. Till We Have Faces by C.S. Lewis. I did not know this. It is actually the last novel he ever wrote. Oh, wow. Uh, I knew it was his personal favorite, but I didn't know that it was the last one. But what it is, it's a retelling of the myth of Cupid and Psyche, which I will not regale you with the myth of Cupid and Psyche right now, but if you don't know it, just look up the Wikipedia article. If you're going to read this book, I would actually tell you, look up the Wikipedia article on the myth of Cupid and Psyche first and read the plot summary, because what he does is he retells that myth from the perspective of Psyche's older sister. And it's like, it's like Psyche's older sister is going, okay, you're familiar with this story, but you've heard it wrong. Let me tell it the right way. And so he changes things along the way. And when you have the original plot line of the myth in your head, you see more clearly what he's changing and what he's doing and why. And anyway, it's just, it's incredible. It's beautiful. Let me just, I'll, I'll read you just a really short snippet of a description right here. Till we have faces... Uh, it, it says everything that I just said about it being a retelling of the myth of Cupid's psyche, blah, blah, blah. But Till We Have Faces is a brilliant examination of envy, betrayal, loss, blame, grief, guilt, and conversion. In this, his final and most mature and masterful novel, Lewis reminds us of our own fallibility and the role of a higher power in our lives. So, yeah. It is fantastic. I'm not going to give you any more than that, but you should definitely check it out. Till We Have Faces by C.S. Lewis. So Cannot recommend highly enough. We're talking about Cupid's Arrow, right? We're talking about Valentine's Day. Is that what this is? I, okay. I, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the article, John Mark. Go read the Wikipedia page. No, the Cupid not. Shuffle, not, yeah. the dance. All right. Is that what this is about? I give up. I give up. Well, today we have had sitting in this booth listening to all of our antics, very patiently waiting <laughs> right. for us to get to him. The one, the only, here for his Meet a Member episode, Daniel Lawson. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I had a live studio audience here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're impressed by this, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I was. I was on the conspiracy theory train that it didn't exist for a while, but now that I'm here, I can. I can see that they. They are real. And you're really blown away by the unexpected luxuriousness of Four Stream Studio. Oh, it's it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen the place, you need to you need to get down here. Yeah. I know. I know. People just think we do this like in a in a back room or closet, but. <laughs> It's basically a palace. It's yes. nice. So, it's very nice. Daniel, thank you for being here, and thank you for so patiently enduring uh, <laughs> our yes. antics. Oh, I love it. Um, but we're we're glad. Now you're a faithful Shades Midweek listener, right? I am. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, faithful. Who's depends who's, on the who's definition. your favorite host? Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jump right into it, huh? I'm you, just kidding. You've written into the email yeah, corridor yeah, before. I've, I've been yes. on the email corridor once. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say I listen every week, but probably every other week. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's as okay. Much as I can. You know, I mean, we're slightly disappointed, but that's okay. <laughs> it's true. No. Well, Daniel, you've definitely heard a Meet a Member episode before, so you know how this goes. What we're here for? We want the scoop. We want to know who is Daniel. Lawson. What? Who is he? Is Daniel Lawson? <laughs> why? It, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, man, why don't you just start out just by telling us a little bit about yourself, how you grew up, where you grew up, those kinds of things. Yeah, so I grew up uh, in Birmingham. I've lived in or around Birmingham in the area my whole life. Uh, went to Pelham and Helena High School, so ended up graduating from Helena High School once it was built over there. It's the second graduating class, so it was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like a brand new brand new high school when I was going. Um, yeah, and then ended up going to 
Auburn University after that, my freshman year. So big Auburn fan. I've been an Auburn fan my whole life. My War mom, Eagle. Yeah, War Eagle. <laughs> my uh <laughs> I, I can't get away. <laughs> There's plenty of them here at Shades. There there uh, really are. We have a surprising number of normally yeah. it's not that way. Right. That's it's not it, the case. It's yeah. a very high concentration. Yes. It really, really is. Right. That's why I chose to come here right. actually. Oh. <laughs> just, Based just on kidding. football <laughs> allegiance. Yes. Yep. Wow. <laughs> just gonna get right into the idolatry, aren't it's we? Not, <laughs> it's not the theology, it's not the no, worship, yeah. but it's, it's it's not the community. Right. It's not no. Nope. It's one catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, so my mom and my uncle went to Auburn. Um, My grandparents are Auburn fans. Dad's an Auburn fan, so the whole family is just all about it. Um, So I went there my freshman year. Was super pumped to go. Um, But then I I did an internship with Church of the Highlands called 252, uh, which is, like, their college internship, and ended up, like, loving serving with that. And – Felt like my next step was to pursue ministry. And now so, I'm gonna make you throw the brakes on yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Because we're moving way too fast. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we gotta we gotta slow up a little we, bit. We gotta yeah. back up because you know, I got I grew up in Birmingham <laughs> and then we were in high school all sorry, of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I need to know fast. a little bit more about Kid Daniel. Oh, um, now you don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but tell me a little bit more about Daniel as a kid and his growing up years. What what was boy Daniel like? Yeah, I'm an open book about that. So um, yeah, I I moved around a lot growing up. Um, my parents got divorced like pretty when I was like two years old or something like You're that. Only child, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I have a half sister on my dad's side, but okay. never lived with her or anything. Um, so my parents, yeah, they split up pretty early on. So I moved around a lot. My mom struggled with various things. Um, so I lived with my grandparents from around kindergarten to third grade-ish around that area. Okay. I uh, lived with them over in the Oak Mountain area. And then actually ended up moving out to live. It was just me and my mom there for a little bit from, I guess, like third grade to fourth grade-ish. And then I, I had a stepdad for a little bit, and then they split up. Um, so middle school, it was just me and my mom again. And then my stepdad, he's the guy who's now been my stepdad for a while, came into the picture in middle school. Um, so it was like me, her, and my stepdad. And then things got a little rough there in middle school around eighth grade. Um, so I moved in with my friend and his family in high school. They were like super, oh, wow. yeah, super gracious and letting me live with them. So that's I moved into Helena with them. So that's how I ended up going to Gotcha. Helena High School and everything. Um, but, yeah, I guess, like, kid Daniel on a little more lighthearted side, my my dream was always to be, like, a, a major league baseball player. <laughs> so, like, growing up, my, my dream was to play, like, in the Little League World Series. I always watched that on TV growing oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, my dream job. If anybody asked me what I wanted to do growing up, it was always, like, major league baseball. Mm-hmm. And so played baseball from t- the time I was three years old until I graduated high school. Uh, so I, I loved that. I played other sports too, but that was like my dream was to, to make it to the MLB and everything. Um, yeah, I was an only child, so sports were like a, a big outlet for me growing up. So I always enjoyed the team aspect and that the brotherhood that comes along with team team sports. Because mm. being an only child, you know, you don't really get that aspect yeah. of brotherhood or anything. So, right. Yeah. Now, were you like really – outgoing were you shy were you so I was pretty outgoing um I was outgoing in my younger years up through middle school but once I got into high school I kind of like got more reserved I'm, I'm not really sure why that was but throughout high school I always felt like kind of insecure honestly and just kind of shy and awkward um I guess everybody goes through like different stages and stuff but yeah as a kid I was definitely outgoing like never met a stranger just talking to everybody <laughs> right right but. for sure so kind of in your process of moving around a bunch as a kid and uh into middle school and teenage years um were you going to church anywhere or was anyone was anyone taking you to church at all or what was that like yeah so my grandparents I went like every single Sunday with my grandparents they faithfully went to Brook Hills um when David Platt was there so okay 
I didn't know what I was getting when I was younger. <laughs> I was about to say you got to you got to tell me you got to tell everybody what you've told me before oh, yeah. about <laughs> about what young Daniel thought Man. about about Brook Hills. Yeah, I remember just sitting in the the chairs listening every Sunday, and I was like, "Man, this is the most boring thing <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> like, how could anybody want to be a pastor? Like, <laughs> yeah, and." Little did I know that was the direction God would <laughs> lead me in later. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so my grandparents took me every Sunday to, to Brook Hills. Uh, and then my mom took me to church and stuff on and off. We went to a bunch of different churches um, around Birmingham. And e- we even drove, like, 45 minutes to Talladega to one church when I was in fourth grade pretty regularly. Mm. Um but yeah, I got a very wide variety of church experiences, right. like charismatic churches. Obviously, Brook Hills is like a Baptist church. Um, so I, I got a pretty pretty wide variety of experiences in my church life growing up. Yeah. So like for people that grow up uh, exposed to the faith um, and in church, it, it can sometimes be a little bit more challenging uh, to be like, okay, so this is when I became a believer in Jesus, but even if that's more challenging, usually people have kind of uh, some kind of point where they feel like their faith became their own. Yeah. So what's that like for you in your story? Yeah. So I don't know. You always hear the term like prayed the salvation prayer or prayed the prayer, you know, so I I prayed that with my mom when I was like six years old, I think. I, I have a pretty vivid memory of that, like kneeling beside the bedside and praying, praying that whole prayer. Um, but then growing up, I just kind of like went to church, knew about God, knew, knew a little bit of, of who God is, um, but kind of did my own thing. Like I was, I was my own God essentially. <laughs> um, and so my like genuine conversion moment, I would say was right after I graduated high school, I had just gotten out of like a pretty toxic relationship and went through like a period of a month long period of depression, um, which I've never really experienced before. Um, but that like, I don't know, just growing up in church and stuff, I didn't really know what else to turn to. (laughs) And so thankfully, like, I'm so thankful that I I did turn to what I did, but I just started reading the Bible. Um, and that's like, how old were you at this point? So it was like senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd graduated high school at this point and I was going into Auburn, um, but this was like the summer before that. Was like, it, was this the first time you really kind of like dove into scripture? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember like when I was a little kid, my mom and my dad both told me um, like separately and my grandparents, they told me to read the Bible as much as I can. So it was just like a checklist type thing. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And my dad had given me like specific scriptures, passages to read and my mom too. So like I remember Ephesians 6 was one that I read almost every day as a little kid. Not really knowing what it meant, I was just kind of, kind of reading it to read it. And hey, then, it talks about armor. Yeah, so it's super <laughs> cool. That's right. That's pretty right. cool. And then Psalm ninety-one was another one um, that I read pretty, pretty consistently. So I started reading the Bible, um, like genuinely for myself, right? Um, to see, like, try to figure out who God is for myself that that summer before my freshman year of college, and it, man, God just like broke me down <laughs> in, in, in the best way possible. Um, and I, that's when I just genuinely started pursuing the Lord. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta change a lot of things. And, um, sanctification began and, uh, yeah, just never really, never really looked back from that moment. Um, super thankful for like hard times that God uses to, to get us where he wants us to be. And, and so this is right before you graduate and head off to Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, well, thank the Lord that he <laughs> intervened in your life yeah. before you went to that cesspool. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about Auburn University. Um, <laughs> what year What year were you at Auburn? So 2016, 2017. Okay. Yeah, that, cool. that was my freshman year. But yeah, honestly, like I'm super thankful that that all happened before I went to college because, you know, crazy... Crazy things happen on college campuses and sure, stuff. Sure. So, um, yeah, I uh, that that happened and kind of led me to look to get some new friends and stuff going into college. And I got to kind of like reinvent myself almost because you know you're going to a completely new group of people who've never you've never met before. And right, um, 
So it was a really good opportunity for me to like meet new people who are passionate about the same things that I'm passionate about. And uh, yeah, going to church and, and doing all those things really helped me get into a, a group of people who helped me become who I am, you know. <laughs> now, you said you got you got involved in uh, the ministry 250. Yeah, 252. 252. Yeah. And that's a Highlands ministry, right? Yes. So did you yeah. end up involved, at, like, did you just end up at, like, a Highlands campus there in Auburn? Yeah, so the Auburn campus um, of Church of the Highlands was where I was going to church and stuff throughout my time there. And I didn't, I did 252 my second semester at Auburn. So okay. the first semester I was just kind of going Going to one, which is like the college mm-hmm. services that they would have once a month. Um, you'd you'd been familiar with Highlands though before. Yes, there. didn't you go yeah, to yeah, some yeah. stuff when you were younger? I, I'm asking because I feel like haven't we had a conversation about I, how you probably saw John Mark yeah. play <laughs> drums when you were like a kid? Yeah, at what was the youth at thing Switch, called? right? Yeah. Switch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to That's mention amazing. that. Yeah, I. Uh, Sorry, I'll, I wonder I'll quit, what I'll quit year that would have back been. around all of that. I wonder when oh, yeah. that would have been. Do you know what year so that could have been? I started going to Highlands consistently in like seventh grade. Um, so like Switch, and then it became Motion Motion yeah. Nights. Um, yeah. It was like 2011, 2012-ish. Yep. That was like right at the end of my time. I left in November of 2012, but I was still there when the youth, when basically the student service that they would do every Wednesday when it switched over to kind of the once a month yeah. model. Um, so I was there for for some of that. Yeah. I, so I just, you definitely just, saw me play. Yeah. I just <laughs> love these random like small world moments of like, we, we were probably all in the same place at the same <laughs> time and didn't even know Very it. Very strange. That's so, awesome. Anyway, okay. So at college... Uh, end up a part of 252, which remind me, that's that's um, an internship program. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, one which I just mentioned, uh, the college services, you basically get to help out with those, uh, and you're part of a group too. So like, everybody's in 252, but then you're also in a, a smaller group um, where you're just doing life together, hanging out, and there's like a group leader of each group, and so um, yeah, just got to hang out with those people and serve alongside of them. Um, and I don't think we really did anything on Sundays. It was really just like the one services once a month. We would help set up and take down and all that kind of stuff. Now, is is this the point at which you begin to feel the Lord leading you towards ministry? Yeah, yeah. So definitely fell in love with serving the church, serving the body and everything in that time, um, I, which I'd never really experienced before. You know, I, was, I always just thought of church as somewhere like you go and like, just sit and listen to a sermon and then dip out. <laughs> Not right, really a place right. where like you can use spiritual gifts in like the way that God's gifted you, you know. And so that was a really open space for me to to kind of discover that. Um, discover like the ways that God's gifted me and um get to serve and, and use those gifts and, and put them into practice. So you're kind of growing and you decide to move to Birmingham then after that and go to Highlands College for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, ended up going to Highlands College for two years after that, okay. which it was a hard transfer because, like I said, I was a huge Auburn fan growing up, uh, and Auburn was like my dream school as a kid. Um, so I, I got to go there for one year. But, yeah, transfer to, to Highlands College after that because I fell in love with serving, like I said. Where he um, sat under the tutelage of one John Ball. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know John? Yes. Yeah. I, I I didn't really get to know him that well in Highlands College because I was in like a a sat. I was part of Southeastern, which is it, Highlands College was like a satellite campus for Southeastern oh, University. Oh, I see. And okay. John Ball was a professor for just like the Highlands College certificate oh, students. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't get to know him very well. I didn't have him for any classes or anything, but I mean, I saw him around. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, Highlands College was a great, great experience. Met some of the the best friends of my life there, um, and kind of like similar to two fifty two. You know, it's just a great space to to learn more about how God's gifted you and um, how He wants you to use those gifts. So now, like you're feeling called towards ministry, is that a do Do you feel like that was mostly a process for you, or do you, was there any particular moment or experience where you're like oh oh man like the lord is is definitely calling me in this direction yeah so i don't know i was kind of like on fire for the lord (laughs) at that point and so i was like man i don't know what else to do you know like i'm changing majors (laughs) four times here in my freshman year 
Um, so I was like, man, why not go into ministry? You know, I love it. I'm enjoying it. Um, and so I just, I was like, let's, let's do it. Just went all in (laughs) there. There was a moment though, um, where in the moment I was like kind of confused, like why God was speaking it to me. Um, but when I was getting baptized at Highlands, my freshman year of college, I was in line to get baptized and I've never like heard the audible voice of God or anything, you know? Um, but in this moment, like that was the closest I think I've ever been to it. God just spoke very clearly to my heart. Like I'm freeing you from stage fright, which was super like random, you know? Um, but like I mentioned, I was super shy and awkward in high school and then get to that moment. And I was like confused on why that was, but now like, going in the direction I'm going now, it makes sense because, you know, to preach, you kind of have to get in front of people and stuff. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just kind of a random, like really cool moment that kind of aided me in the process of going towards ministry. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So what year uh, do you finish at Highlands College? So I was there from 2017 and graduated May of 2019. Okay. All right, and just to follow the story of your education, yeah. Um, how long between that and then uh, you're about to finish right now? Yeah, at UAB, or, or you are done? Yeah, just right. congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, yeah, graduate, <laughs> college graduate over here. Yep, yep. I feel like we should have had uh, pomp and circumstance yeah. to play right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, so. Uh, so when did you start? Like, how long between that and then going to UAB? Yeah. So after uh, after I graduated Highlands College, I interned for a year uh, with the Birmingham Dream Center out in oh, Woodlawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I did that for a year, and then COVID hit, and so that kind of threw everybody for a loop. Right. Right. Um, but really opened the doors for a lot of different ways to serve with the Dream Center. So I I did that, interned, and then I just worked for a semester after that internship and that's when I decided to pursue my bachelor's and everything, continue pursuing that at UAB. So I started going to UAB after that. So started going to UAB, just finished that up. And so clearly you are now done with school. You don't have to do any (laughs) more classes or tests or paper. What? What? (laughs) You're doing more? Yeah. What's going on? What's next for you? Yeah. So going to, to, the one and only Beeson Divinity School. <laughs> Which, Beautiful. Uh, we have a uh, we have a few uh, few graduates here. You know, there's a couple. Shades. There's a couple running around. <laughs> all true. questionable people. <laughs> Highly <Yep>. suspect. <laughs> so, but yeah. So you got accepted to Beeson. You're starting this fall. Yeah, starting in the fall. I'm I'm super pumped about it. Yeah. So whenever you feel like quitting, <laughs> just come and talk to Brad and I, and we'll talk you off the ledge. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. I encourage you, tell you, keep going. It's going to be worth it. Um, Much appreciated. Well, well, man, that's that's awesome, and we're super excited um, to get to walk alongside you in um, in your journey there at Beeson. And just, um, we've been able to see uh, just the ways in which the Lord has, has gifted you and called you, and we at Shades have been blessed and benefiting from uh just you being so willing to, to jump in and serve. And we want to talk about how you ended up here. Yes. Oh, and yeah. All that. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> me and Jonathan were on the same we were. wavelength. Yep. <laughs> I was going to signal, but we didn't even have to signal it. We, he just knew what we were about to do. because Brad's not in here blocking our chemistry. I know. <laughs> I always give Brad the hardest time when he's not here. I don't know what it is. I, I love Brad. It just comes out. <laughs> so. Well, Daniel, it's time for the lightning round. You're familiar with this, right? Oh, yeah. Know what's about to happen? For sure. But you weren't expecting the storm clouds that would uh, gather inside the building lights. for this. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I do need a way to, like, get this. Make get some, strobes, get some going. strobes That would be, be pretty awesome. fun. Oh, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, so you've heard the lightning round before. We're going to ask you some questions, and really it's just to get to know you a little better, ask you some some random things here. The idea, most of the questions are you know easy to answer. Some may take a little longer, and you may even think of a story that you want to share. So all that is well and good here. So are you ready for the lightning round, sir? I am. All right. How do you like your eggs? Ooh. <laughs> 
Can I? Come on, you should have uh, known this one. This is the one question the one you come question. prepared we're, to we're answer. We're very lightning. Can right I? Now. Can I say deviled? Is that okay? Oh, yeah, is that, is yeah. That allowed in church. <laughs> My son loves deviled eggs. My mom makes makes that for like you know different special meals and stuff. And oh yeah. <laughs> Moses uh, loves those things. I work at a barbecue restaurant right now, and so that's like the only version of eggs I get nowadays. <laughs> what what barbecue restaurant do you work at? Uh, Full Moon in Pelham. Yeah. Oh, nice. I Tomorrow's like actually my home. last day, though. So. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Would yep. you say they're your? What's your favorite barbecue in Birmingham? Ooh. Since you quit tomorrow, you can. Full Moon's up there for sure. Yes. We we got some amazing cooks. Um, I like Jim and Nick's. When okay. Jim and Nick's isn't busy and they have time to like cook it right, it's real. Yeah. It's real nice. The yeah. biscuits, <laughs> cheese biscuits. Yeah. It's hard to beat. Oh, those cheese biscuits. Yeah, those are very good. I'm I'm personally a sauce guy. Sauce okay. is my jam. But so there's man, good. there's so many good places in Birmingham. It's tough, yeah. It's, it's a tough anyways. choice. All right, that's a barbecue conversation for <laughs> yeah. today. How how long does it take you to get ready? Oh man, that's I can I can get up and get out in like ten minutes. To be honest, <laughs> that sounds really nice. I wish I could do that myself. Um, <laughs> all right, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. I actually don't have social media, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's me clapping. All of those claps are me by myself. I'm on a crusade. <laughs> oh, oh no. good for you. That's oh, awesome, yeah. man. Good for you. That's um, awesome. Uh, first celebrity crush. Oof. I always like Ashley. This one. Probably Ashley Tisdale. Oh. From High School Musical. Okay. Uh, so was, here's what's funny. You said Ashley Tisdale, and the first thing that went through my brain was the sweet life of Zach Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I remember, man, I was just, I was a kid, prime, like, cartoon, TV show watching age when that show came out. I remember watching the first episode in High School Musical. I remember watching all that stuff when it all came out. Oh, my <laughs> word. That's awesome. If you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would you go? Oof. I should have been prepared for this one too <laughs> um probably israel i, I would say israel okay. yeah that'd be a really cool place to go check out i've heard a lot of cool stuff about israel yeah man if you ever get a chance it's it's definitely it's definitely worth it what is your least favorite nickname you've ever been called danielle for sure <laughs> oh yeah that's really that's not the one i thought you were gonna say oh. <laughs> <laughs> am yeah. i allowed to bring this up yeah doc daddy for <laughs> sure <laughs> Doc, yeah, Doc, Dan. <laughs> okay, so so uh, Daniel, you're about to leave to go do yeah. the summer camp that you've done a few years. Yep, and that's where this nickname comes from. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically it's not a nickname; it's a position yeah, title. Yeah, it's a position title slash nickname, I guess. Um, but it's like from the 1920s. This camp that I, I'm at came from a camp that's been around since the 1920s, and so I guess it like I don't know it had a different connotation <laughs> back then. <laughs> But you literally like are over the boats. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the over, dock, over the dock, and everything. It's, it's yeah. The dock daddy. Yeah. So. I found this out <laughs> on the camping trip because Jeff Stalkup just kept calling him <laughs> Dock Daddy, and Daniel's oh, like, "Dude, funny. you've got Jeff to quit. Nobody is going to understand what you're talking Good about." Good old Jeff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yep. Okay. Anyway, sorry, but yeah, Danielle, <laughs> I will definitely put that away as to never call you Danielle. Yeah. What is your dream car? Dream car, man. Or truck, or SUV, one, or van. One that works. <laughs> um. Any vehicle. Your dream vehicle. Uh, I used to like Hummers a lot when I was a little kid for some reason. So for the gas mileage. Yeah, exactly, and the durability. Don't for the sure. new ones? <laughs> am I wrong? Isn't that the commercial with yes. the with the the crabs or whatever it does like the yeah. crab walk thing the lebron commercial yeah, yeah. it's yeah. super interesting i've never yeah. never seen a car do that i've not seen this one i'm going to have to i'm going to have to look just, this up just look oh, it yeah. up on youtube or something oh man um since you mentioned you like movies and child uh, movies <laughs> and tv as a child <laughs> oh what was your favorite childhood tv show oh that's Ooh. a great question probably codename kids next door or the sweet life of Zach and Cody, the one you mentioned. I've never heard of Codename Kids. Do you know I that? Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a Cartoon Network show. It's pretty, okay. pretty okay. solid. Um, so this will tell you where my generation. What I'm when I think Cartoon Network, I think Johnny Bravo. <laughs> oh that yeah, was, that was yeah, my yeah. fave. That was a good one too. 
It's probably no longer politically correct at all. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's I been canceled know. along with Pepe Le Pew, oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably for similar reasons. Yeah. Probably well deserved. Uh, yeah, definitely. So. But yeah. anyway, but I was I was a kid. <laughs> That's. I'm not trying to make any excuses. <laughs> all right, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, what position did you play when you played baseball? So, growing up, I played catcher and pitcher a lot. Um, but then when I got into high school, I moved to outfield. Do you so like outfield best? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's once you get older and people can actually hit it to the outfield. Right, right. right. That's the position, yeah. It's fun. It's so funny how much that position changes, um, it, it, like, in importance. Like, it, it, right. when you're young, it's where right. you stick everybody who can't <laughs> play right. at all. And, and it becomes, like, one of the most vital integral integrals. Yeah. Oh my word. Anyway. Okay. Um, favorite restaurant in Birmingham. We already talked about barbecue, but what's your favorite restaurant in Birmingham? Man. That's a that's a tough one. I'm I'm a big food guy. I love like (laughs) I just love all food. I just Um, introduced him to Najis. Yeah. Najis. We were talking about that before the show. Yeah. That place is really good. Uh, I would say Eugene's downtown. Oh my gosh. Eugene's hot, hot chicken. chicken. Eugene's is so good. Yep. Oh man! Whenever they have their food truck, sometimes they bring it over to Bluff Park. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's when I get really excited because it takes me. You know their location at uh, what is it? Uptown. Uptown. Yeah. I mean that takes me from Bluff Park a good like twenty five minutes to yeah, get it's there. A haul. But when they're in the food, when they're uh, at the pool. Oh man, I just I, I do whatever I can <laughs> to go. I'm like, Ashley, this is what we're eating tonight. Oh, Cancel yeah. all the plans. That like brown sugar type. I, I have oh, I no. have decided that food trucks like their popularity and all of that amongst adults. I've decided what it is is it's the adult version of an ice cream. Oh truck. yeah, yes. that's a great description. Yes. <laughs> like 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 everything that got you stoked as a kid about an ice cream truck, like that's what they've recaptured. <laughs> yep. And that's why you instinctively like it, even though you can't explain it. Right. Oh yeah. It's just it's just all there. Man, the taco truck down the road from here is pretty good too. Woo! That place. Los, oh, Los Valadores. Yeah, yeah, complete with pictures of the food on the side, just yep. like an ice cream truck. <laughs> Exactly. I just need Further music. Rise. That's all I, I need. want. That one. Further you start playing points. the entertainer. You just point. <laughs> I'm in heaven. You just point to it. That's. I want that yeah. one right there. <laughs> Don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> oh my word. Um. Okay. Uh, last Halloween costume. Oof. See, I was in one of those homes that like the the Southern Baptist homes that was like completely against Halloween. Oh so. yeah. yeah. I was not did allowed you do, to do You didn't do like a church version, like a well, fall yeah. festival? Okay, we did trunk or treat. Yeah. Okay. All so right. I dressed up as like a lion when I was a little kid one time because like Daniel and the Lions yep. then, you know. But oh. uh, or the lion and the yeah. lamb. Uh, yeah. It's punny. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel and the lions. Oh, yeah. My word. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I take that back. There was one year in high school where we had like a church party and I dressed up as an old man. And I had this old man mask that was so realistic. Like we, <laughs> I wore it. I'm just in, picturing you as the Six Flags man, right? Yeah, now. pretty. That's pretty much like it's pretty pretty close. We we went into like Walmart or something like that, and people, everybody thought I was a real old man, and my friends were like pushing me around and stuff. Oh, my word. <laughs> this one dude came up and got really mad. All right, this is a two part question. It's really just for me. I'm just curious. Question one: Did you go to Auburn football games while you? We're at Auburn. Absolutely. Had to take take right. advantage of those free tickets. Question two, because I know what year, year you were there. <laughs> what was the worst game that you went to at oh, Auburn man. while you were there? Was uh, that the um, Sean, Sean White, White yep. year? Sean White, Jeremy Johnson, John oh. Franklin third. Oh, <laughs> boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was, they were all pretty rough. We, we had some good games, though. Like, we beat LSU that year. Uh, That's right. That was it a was pretty, a home game. That was a pretty close game. Yeah, it was a home game. That was a great game. Um, the Arkansas game, we destroyed Arkansas that year. Yep. Typical Malzon. Yeah. Up, get up for the Arkansas game. Yep. Right. I I think uh, I think the rest of the home games were like no name games. You know, cupcake yeah. games. Yeah. But. All right. Well, maybe just one <laughs> or two more. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead, Jonathan. Uh, fill in the blank. Kanye West is. A talented artist. Okay, I, I agree. I like I like his stuff. 
There you go. Me his, too. I haven't really listened to much of his new album, but like that first Jesus is the Lord album that he came out with yeah. was solid. Jesus King, yeah. Jesus King, yeah. yeah. Don, Don, Don you talking is about good. Donda? Yeah, Donda. No, no, listen, don't listen to the album. Just go watch the listening parties on YouTube. <laughs> okay. That's all you need to do. <laughs> the reaction videos. <laughs> oh. Tell me all I need to know, huh? Jam, you got anything else? If you got one, go for it. Uh, I, I I don't. I'm scrolling through <laughs> their <laughs> questions now. <laughs> I'm like at the end of my list. Least favorite MLB team. Bryce Harper. <laughs> 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 That's good right. with that. That was so great. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my new favorite answer because the <laughs> first thing that went through my head was the first thing that goes through everybody's head, which is the Yankees. You know, unless you're a Yankees fan, because only Yankees fans like the Yankees. But that was so much better. <laughs> so yeah. much better. Can't I, stand them. I love it. Well, Daniel, excellent job. Excellent job <laughs> on the lightning round. Oh, now, since we just talked about your not your inability to stand. Bryce Harper and loathing him. Let's talk about you going into ministry. <laughs> <laughs> Your love for people oh. and all the <laughs> yes, just the, the heart. heart for the Lord. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Um, so uh, obviously, from everything you shared with us, uh, you were super involved uh, at Highlands. Went through Highlands College, all of that. So, how do you end up at Shades Valley Community Church? Yeah. What is going on there? Yeah. So I don't even know if I've gotten this story. <laughs> So I, uh, I I started looking for something smaller because, you know, Highlands is huge, sure, like, sure. massive church. Um, so I, I just felt the Lord leading me to, like, something smaller. And my roommate actually went here for a couple months at one point. And he know, he's good friends with Alan Nunnally, too, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Alan and Sarah Nunnally. So uh, I've gotten to, gotten to know Alan a little bit through him the last couple years. And so they he recommended it to me, and my roommate brought me here, and Man, like from the get go, I just fell in love <laughs> like with the the authenticity and the rawness and uh the preaching, obviously, you know. <laughs> it it could definitely improve. <laughs> so what year was this when you came? It was twenty so I've been going for almost a year and a half now. So I think it was twenty twenty. Yeah. Like all okay. the August, first September. thing I remember meeting you at was the picnic in the park. Yeah. Um, the wiffle ball game. Which that was that. definitely during twenty twenty. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. We had a picnic in the park and we did a wiffle ball game. Were you in a cast? I was. Yeah. I was in a, a boot. So I had just uh I was fresh off ankle surgery. <laughs> what, had you had you injured your Yeah. Ankle? Yeah. So Do you wanna tell the story? Is it embarrassing? No, it's not embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess it is because I didn't block the shot. But uh yeah. So I was playing basketball and um, I've, I've, I played basketball in high school and all that growing up sure. too. So I've sprained my ankles multiple times. Uh, and I was playing at Pelham rec center and I was like trying to go behind this guy and block his shot completely whiffed, like just missed completely and came down and landed on his foot, rolled it and tore three ligaments no. on the outside of my ankle, tore him completely. And then I had to get some like cartilage and calcium buildup removed on the inside of my ankle so i didn't realize it was that extensive yeah yeah it was a pretty pretty rough surgery i'm still like i still I, don't have all the yeah mobility. i was about to ask if you had if you were back to 100 percent. yeah like i can run around and like i can play basketball and stuff sure. like that but i i don't i definitely don't have like full mobility like i did i don't know if i'll ever get that back <laughs> yeah so and and that's the reason why the mlb is beyond your grasp now. yep the, <laughs> the only reason oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's okay. It's probably for the best. You probably would have been like drafted onto Bryce Harper's team, and yeah, it's worked out. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you you came to Shades at definitely a strange time, obviously with yeah. with COVID happening and different policies in place. I don't remember if so. When you came, man, this a couple of years have been a blur, um, right? Uh, you know, we were de- we were two, having not, services. We yeah, were, we were yeah, having yeah. services, but. It wasn't two services. I don't. I don't believe. I think it was just the one. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. It was one. Had you watched online at all before you came? No. Yeah. I just. Okay. I just came straight up in person. It was during the Revelation series. I remember that much. Um, 
Uh, yet another normal right, thing another, to walk in on. <laughs> not only are you visiting a church, but they're walking yeah. through the entire book of Revelation for like nine months. Oh, yeah. You know, as one does. Man. Yeah, so this... Like, my this, defense, that was lightning speed for me. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so this last couple of weeks is really the first, my first experience with like Pass the Peace. And right. Oh, like, yeah, we're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. And so, this is full on now. This yep. is... Yeah, first experience with the the way we do communion and everything, like with the actual, not just like the wafer cup right. things. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yep. I didn't even think about that, man. That's cool. It's been That's really awesome. cool. That's so crazy. So, so you come to Shades in the midst of 2020, and you uh, like kind of like the the culture of yeah. Shades. Uh, how do you end up getting getting drawn in? Because I know one of, one of the things that uh, is often hard. Uh, I think. It, it doesn't necessarily matter what church you're at. It can, it can feel hard to like get integrated mm-hmm. into a community. Um, so, so how do you feel like you were able to move in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get connected. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like the prayer small group was a mm. a huge played a huge role in that. Like Jeff and Park and the Stalk Ups, they're incredible. Um, Grace, like the Wonskis, Joseph, they were all going. Um, and so really, like, getting involved with that right off the bat. Um, once I found out there was a prayer ministry and stuff, I was like, yeah, I'll go. Check it out. And fell in love with the people here, like, through through that. And um, through I – w- I started going to a Bible study um, that Mason Hicks was leading at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I got to know Kenny and Mason. Um, and then just as I was coming, just met more and more people and – Fell in love with this community. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And so now you've been stuck for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're going to Beeson, so you're stuck for even longer. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's right. You know, it's 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 what we try to do. Get and people just kind of caught in a web. <laughs> and you're currently leading a community group. Yeah. Correct? Yes. Yeah, me and Kenny. Um, from what I've heard, there's been like, this is the first time in a while that there's been like an actual big enough group of college to out of college age guys that there could be a community group for it um so yeah me and kenny we we meet up at kenny's apartment sometimes we meet up at noah and david stalkup's apartment uh just kind of jump around and hang out play smash bros mario kart (laughs) all that kind of stuff i love it so it's a good time uh but y'all are going and y'all are going through uh michael reeves book right yes yeah delighting in the trinity yeah yeah oh nice we uh should be going over chapter three this sunday so it's been it's been an incredible read i've really enjoyed that that's that's awesome man and and we are we are so excited because the overwhelming majority of guys in that group are post-college um and that specifically like we've had a, a fair amount of college guys over the years but you know um uh, a lot of them, they graduate, move, um, get jobs, all of those kinds of things move away. Um, and there really has been kind of this lack of of guys that are post-college age, whether they're going to grad school or getting their careers off the ground or whatever. Um, it kind of would jump from college to then, like, young dads. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And so it's been really cool just to, uh, to see the Lord uh, bring together those – this group of guys. Oh yeah, it's fun. We we got a solid group of guys. They're a lot of fun to hang out with. So it's it's cool to see who all the Lord brings along. If if there is a gentleman out there listening who would like to join y'all, yeah. How would he know? Since y'all's meeting location can change, who, who should he contact? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, me or Kenny? Um, I believe Kenny's email should be on the website with all the groups and stuff. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, all the yeah. information's there. Shadesvalley.org under groups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or catch us on a Sunday, and we'll we'll hit you up with the info. Yeah, because y'all meet on Sunday nights. Yeah, Sunday nights usually six thirty or seven ish. You know, group of uh, college age, <laughs> out of college age guys. So not always on time, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you and Kenny and a few others uh, went on the men's or the guys camping trip. Oh yeah, a couple of weekends ago, and uh, was it? Did you all go to Chick Fil A for breakfast on the Saturday morning, uh, and yeah. then crack, oh, no, no, no it was cracker, cracker Barrel, barrel for breakfast, Cracker Barrel, and then got Chick Fil A for dinner? Yes, yes. <laughs> we wake up Saturday morning. No other way to camp. 
they're all in a car getting ready to drive <laughs> out of the campground. I'm like, what are y'all doing? And Kenny's just like, we didn't bring food. <laughs> what, what What? are you doing? Yep. Oh, yeah. A little, little shorthanded on the time beforehand, so didn't have uh, <laughs> didn't have time to go get some hot dogs or anything like that. So. John Mark, do you remember? Do you remember being young? Could you imagine? Just flush <laughs> with cash. Could you imagine just if ex- I showed up? Expendable cash that you can just eat out <laughs> for all of your meals. I'm just thinking about Kenny. Like, could you imagine if I showed up with Moses and I didn't have a tent and I didn't have any food? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> I oh, love man. it, man. I love it. It was so great. much fun. It was, that was great. That was, was a good camping trip. Oh. Well, Daniel, is there anything that uh, you wanted to say to the listening public? Anything you wanted to share? That we did not get to cover? Oh, man. I mean, this is your moment. I, I do have a pretty crazy story from when I was interning uh, at the Dream Center. Oh, okay. Go for it. Go can, for it. Yeah, we can, can share. End, we can end with crazy stories. Yeah. I love it. Man, you, so you this change is like names to protect the innocent. <laughs> no, nah, no no name dropping here. But, uh, yeah, one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me in my life. Um, so we, me and another guy, like, I helped out with the student ministry at the Woodlawn Campus of Church of the Highlands. So me and another guy were picking up a, a student one Sunday morning in one of the the neighborhoods and stuff. And so we're pulled up in this alleyway and it's like a one way alleyway. So we're the only car like facing this way. And then all of a sudden we see this max bus, uh, not like a big max bus, but like a smaller max bus. It's coming towards us. So we're like, all right, we need to get out of their way. You know, like not even thinking why is a max bus out on a Sunday morning. (laughs) So we back up into this parking spot and then we realize like it zooms past us. Like this thing's going 50 miles an hour down this one way alleyway. And then all of a sudden we see these two cop cars come right behind it, oh <laughs> chasing goodness. it down. And we're like, what in the world is going on? So long story short, this student had slept in, like overslept, so we didn't pick him up. So we're pulling out. We, we go out to the main road onto this four-way intersection, so come to a stoplight. And here this, here this bus is again coming barreling down the road. And this cop car is like going to try to get in front of it. And then he realizes he's not going to stop. So he like backs out of the way. And this thing swerves and turns like right in front of us. And we just see this shirtless 15-year-old kid driving this bus no, like what? out the window. Like, no. like going crazy. Like oh. GTA in real life. No way. <laughs> and so we, we drive back to church and end up coming back to pick the guy up after he woke up. And there's like a tree down in the middle of the road. Like one of the, there's cops everywhere. One of the cop cars is like completely smashed in in the front. Um, and so like we we end up finding out that this kid had stolen this Max bus on a Sunday morning and gotten away from the police. <laughs> and we ended up finding out that his mom turned him in at the end. <laughs> like oh my he, he got turned dude. in by his mom and stuff. But yeah, it was wild. We saw it like all over social media. People were all over their porches and stuff. But wow. we almost almost got drilled by this Max bus. <laughs> no, no, Daniel. The one thing about that story is I, I will say remember remember Shades is a safe place. You can tell that story and be honest that that. 15-year-old crazy kid was you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You yeah. can confess now. It's okay. Left, uh, left that part There's out of my forgiveness. My friend once. <laughs> no, no. Dude, that's nuts. That's it, was, nuts. it was wild. Oh, well, thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a blast. Absolutely, man. And we'll probably bring you back on maybe maybe partway through your journey uh, through Beeson. Oh, yeah. That could be cool. Oh, yeah. So we bring you on and get the, get the lowdown on how everything's going. Oh, yeah. Got to make it there first. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, we're going to miss you this summer. Um, you're leaving. In how long does the camp last? Yeah, so I'll be there for May. I'm leaving May 20th, and I will get back August 7th, August wow. 8th around yeah. there. So it's a nice little two and a half months. We'll definitely so. be praying for you um, yeah. while yeah, you're at, at, at the camp, and um, which we didn't really talk about the camp that much. But it's just to summarize for everybody, it's a Christian inner city or urban sports camp, yeah. right? Yeah, right. right, um, right. And so mostly uh, or, or works with uh, kids that are all basically on scholarship to be there and things like that, yeah, right? Yeah, it's definitely scholarships, um, lower lower price and all that. But it's a blast. It's like one of the most hype things I've, I, I get to be a part of. Got college kids coming in to be counselors and all that stuff. So it's just a lot of fun, a lot of high energy the whole summer. So it's awesome. Are you back on the dock this summer? I am. 
Part two. Uh, and what's the official title now? Yeah, I, I believe they changed it to like Doc Supervisor. It's uh, so. much, much nicer. Much more professional. <laughs> I mean, I personally like Doc Daddy, but <laughs> oh yeah, to each his own, I guess. <laughs> well, Daniel, thank you so much, man. We love you, dude. We are so glad the Lord brought you to Shades. We're going to be praying for you this summer. And uh, for anybody out there who is highly upset at how much we insulted Brad this week <laughs> or or would like to ask Daniel uh, more, uh, more questions about his story or would just like to talk about anything else, you can do so by emailing us uh, midweek at shadesvalley.org. Because as Bradford would say, we're he here. Shades Midweek, you're part of the conversation. Thanks for listening.